You're about to listen to another episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Join Paul Edwards and his guests as they discuss and sometimes even solve some interesting HR problems. And I'm going to go off the rails sometimes and talk about whatever I want. Hey, Paul. Hey, Kristen. How are you doing today? I am doing fantastic today. So I just saw a really good new movie. Have you seen Emily the Criminal? I have. And I, I just love Aubrey Plaza. I don't uh, know. Huge fan. I Ever am s- now. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Ever since April Ludgate, <laughs> she's been my favorite. I, I just love her. I was not sure how I felt about this movie as I was going into it. And then at the end, I just loved it. Yeah. It's like the twist. It's like the it, the whole thing is just the best. It was great. And an HR goldmine, right? <laughs> it was an HR goldmine. She just turned out to be a gangster. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So the premise of the story is that Aubrey Plaza plays Emily, the criminal. Emily is trying to get a job and she's having a hard time because she has a felony on her record. Oh, I remember. And and then the first HR mistake happens. Yep. Very, yep. very opening scene. She's, uh-huh. she's in an interview and there, a background check comes up. Yep. <laughs> and it's, it's an interesting scene because first they ask her about her background mm-hmm. and mention that they don't really do background checks. Mm-hmm. But then when she discloses that she has something in her background, right. turns out they have done a background check on her. Oh, so they lied. That's right. They lied to her. So they played, they did the, they did the, uh, they played, they tried to play a trick on her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what she disclosed was not the full story. So then they used it as a reason to say, well, you're not being honest with us. We've already done this check and we already know what's on your record. Okay. So that was the first one where I was like, this is not how it works in the real world because you can't, you can't, well, I guess you could, you no legitimate background check company will run a background check on your employee for you without your employee signing off on it. Correct. And so in this case, she clearly hadn't signed off on them doing anything. So I guess maybe the inference is, is they took the information that they had from her. They shouldn't have gathered her social security number yet, but they used whatever they had and they ran a background check on her. Apparently, yeah. yeah. So this is a little bit soap opera movie where, you know. Right. Yeah. 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 Did they okay. just Google her? Did they do a background check? Right. We don't know. But right. for whatever reason, they already had this information. Okay. So HR mistake uh, number one. I think I know the next one. Uh, so that one had to do more with the background checks. Yes. Um, so Wait, what's our guidance on background checks? When should we run a background check? We should only run a background check if we're running background checks on everyone. We only run a background check on like the last two or three candidates. If there's three, then we run it on all three because it might help us make our decision. We don't run background checks for uh, credit or for financials or anything unless the person is, unless their job has something to do with running financials and everything. Right. So it should be relevant. And just for everybody's benefit out there, and I always love to throw this in. Um, I, and I'll share this with you. I just got my settlement from Equifax. So I don't know if you remember or not, but three or four years ago, Equifax had a breach and they lost all of our information, all yep. of it, all of it, that our social security numbers, all of our identifiable information was being held by a company and they lost it for two reasons. If I recall, uh, correctly. And I, and, and this is my best of my recollection, um, they didn't have our information hashed and it weren't protecting it properly so that when they were breached, the people who breached it were able to remove it. Mm. And, um, and what was the other thing? I can't remember what the other thing was. The, 
the the only other point, and I'm on a little bit of a tangent here that I just <laughs> want to make, is that they're reporting billions of pieces of incorrect old information. So right. they're not the greatest source in the first place. But I know you're wondering how much was my settlement for all of my information being stolen, been giving away yep. and not protected. What was the big payout? It was $22.08. Woo! <laughs> I just got my check for $22.08. I believe I need to go cash that one in myself. <laughs> Look, in my mind, I think that when a company does something like this, um, I in my, in my mind, they should have to borrow money and, and it take them 10 years to pay it back and them not be profitable or be able to do anything until they make people whole that they stole, that, that they, that they didn't protect. Yeah. But that's just me. <laughs> that's just, just personal how opinion. I feel about it personally. <laughs> okay. What were we talking about? Oh, background checks, background checks. So run background checks on, um, please run it on every employee who you intend to hire. Right. You know, if you're going to make a job offer and you make the job offer contingent on it, and we've got articles over at Cedar on this. Right. Yeah. But do it with their permission. They yeah. should know about it. Yeah. And it shouldn't be until you're ready to hire them. You know, this shouldn't be pre-interview. And there's rules. If you're going to use what you find in a background check with somebody to deny them the position, you have to tell them and give them an opportunity right. to reply to you. They and might be able need- to say, that's not me. That's my mom. Right. That's my uncle or... It might not be them. It might be very old. It might have no relevance to the job itself. Every situation has to really be looked at individually because there's not just a blanket. Oh, if you have this kind of mark on your record, you can't work here. You can't work here. You have to go back and say, is this true, basically, Mm -hmm. and give them a chance to reply. Right. Um, So Emily, in this case... She leaves. <laughs> she is not happy with yeah. how they've conducted this. Yeah. And of course, you know, it set them up from the beginning of a distrustful interaction with this person. Oh, it was a terrible interaction, so, but it's a normal one. It happens in the world all the time. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, for her, even if they had given her that job in, you know, even said, okay, we'll, we'll bypass this and give you the job, she's not going to trust them going no. forward. Yeah, that's so not the way to do it's it. It's not a good, good foot to start on yeah. with an employee. Yeah. Then Emily, well, her second job interview is a little different. It's a little more of a, an illegal venture. <laughs> so that's Was this more, the one where she tried to get the job at the... Uh, uh, this part is where she goes into a group setting, uh-huh. and the entire group is pretty much asked if, they're, if they have issues with doing something illegal, illegal. or not. <laughs> but they don't care about anyone's background in that. <laughs> uh, yeah. That it, one's not so, so much... Yeah, that one's just... That's, that that's one's just ridiculous. kind of for fun. But I mean, if you're going to run an illegal thing you kind of want to check with people and see are you okay with doing this or not right i think that you know i think as an hr practice it's reasonable (laughs) if you're an illegal uh entity trying to do illegal things you need to get buy-in from your employees i think it's a really reasonable question to ask of the criminals who you're about to hire to do the criminal thing that you do right just make sure everyone's on board i I gotta come back to this one of my first uh uh, businesses first time i ever really had a business was a window cleaning business and it quickly grew um, I had someone feeding all the work to me, and um, and I forgot to ask the question, um, do you like cleaning windows when I hired people? <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's actually important that it they ha- take some pride in it, and I didn't have any kind of questions. I didn't know that I needed to ask. It. I was like, do you want to work? Will you work for me, and will you work for this amount of money? Right. Um, and then when they uh, weren't cleaning the windows right, um, I tried to pay them a little bit more because, in my mind, if you paid them a little bit more, they'd do a better job. And guess what? That, that, that didn't work. work. That didn't work either. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So we so, want to make sure people know what the job entails. Yes. I guess. Okay. So that, in that this would be way, the HR takeaway okay, from yeah, interview a golf number clap two. For them, it was a good thing they asked. Yes. About okay. All right. So what's the next? What's the next job that she went for? Interview number three. Uh-huh. A friend of hers hooks her up yep. and says, "Hey." Come, you know, we, we have an opening for an assistant. Come on down. It was like a marketing thing, right? Yeah. Like a design. Very and mar- it was design. High level yeah, design. Yeah. 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 And she comes in and starts talking to the, the, uh, the lady about it. And yeah. turns out it's unpaid. It's an, it's uh, an internship. Yeah. So to speak. We're air quoting in, yes. in, the, in the podcasting room right now. There's a bunch yeah, of air, air quotes don't translate to the podcast yeah. too well, but yeah. <laughs> you can picture them. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Um, then it it's creates unpaid, a debate of yeah, it's an unpaid position. Why would I not be paid to yeah. work in this position? I was so proud of her. Yeah, <laughs> she was like, "So let me get this straight. I'm not going to get paid, and how am I going to live?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they weren't too concerned with that. Mm-hmm. It was more of the, the attitude of, "Well, people want this job, so you should be glad we're giving you this opportunity to get your foot in the door." Right. However, if that's not really an internship. Then they need to pay their employee. They need to pay her. In this particular instance, it's not an internship. She was direct support. She'd be doing the work of the business. It was essentially training. It would essentially be training. Just, you know, quick, just a quick thing on internships out there. I said, okay, I'm going to HR nerd for a second. (laughs) Um, An internship has to be primarily to the benefit of the person who's performing the internship. And, right. and, 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 and just in, in, at a higher level, but to keep it pretty simple, if it's not from a, um, an institution of higher learning and connected to it, then it's not an internship. Right. You it's, can't just say that, oh, you're lucky to work here and that's the benefit to and you. you need to get experience. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, well, you know, I, I understand there's some frustration around these, these rules around this stuff because, you know, somebody might come to you. I, I, I actually, um, I have a sushi chef who, it just blows my mind. And, and for everybody who's listening, I love to cook. I was a chef in another life. Uh, well, just, I was a good cook in another life. Let's call it that. <laughs> um, I love to cook. I still pursue it as an art form. I still cook weekly in a commercial setting and in, in, in doing some charitable work. Um, so I really admire what people do. And I, I guess the point I'm trying to make is, is I would wash his dishes for free to be able to look over his shoulder and see what he's doing and ask him questions and be like, why did you do it that way? And where did that come from? And, oh, that's why your salmon tastes that way. Mm -hmm. And, um, he, that would be not be legal. Right. I could offer, but just because I offer as the, as he, as the employer, he can't let me break the rules that that apply to him. Right. Yeah. And you know, another takeaway that I took from it was, you know, you shouldn't be approaching it like you're doing them a favor. Yeah. Okay. So we, uh, as we always do in what the hell just happened. So what the hell just happened in this movie was the first thing was that someone ran a background check without permission to do it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And they kind of tried to use it to trick the gotcha. Yeah. Kind of a gotcha for the employee. Not a, not a good first step. No, it's not a great way to create a relationship with an employee. Right. Yeah. I mean, like you said, even if she had gotten the job, it would have been a mess after that. Because, right. It's, yeah, you don't want to be, nobody wants to come into that. Right. And it's, it's setting you up for a bad culture going forward 
yeah. with that employee, and then that can even spread. And then the second thing was, even if uh, even if it's an illegal thing, make sure you ask good questions. Right. <laughs> yeah. <a> behavioral interview <laughs> questions. So are right. you okay with doing something illegal? Make sure they know what the job entails. Yeah. Uh, make sure they know what the job entails and if, whether or not they want to do it. And then the third thing that we talked about, uh, which was the one that's really fascinating for me, was the internship thing. Right. So, like, first thing is, is a job is a job, and if you're doing the work of your business, then it's not an internship, regardless of how much benefit they may gain from getting more experience. Right. Because they would get that experience working, working as an employee as well. Yeah. So if, if it's not benefiting them in some other way, yeah. like through an accredited, but a better, you just made a new word. Up. I made a new word. <laughs> okay. Accredited. Accredited. Uh-huh. <laughs> through, you know, yep. some schooling of some sort, educational yeah. situation. It has to be a real program that they have to come out of. And and we have a whole another conversation we can have about that because there's all kinds of little components that need to be there. And we work through this all the time because uh, especially in dentistry, we see a lot of people coming out of school that actually do need to do a bona fide um, internship right. uh, to meet the requirements of their uh, education before they can then come out and get licensed and start right. doing so something. Right, so there's very legitimate yeah. places to use that. But, yeah. you know, this setting, it reminded me a lot of the old, like, Devil Wears Prada kind of, you're yeah. just lucky to be here and I can just treat you however I, I want. I can just treat you like crap and I don't have to pay you and, you know, you not, figure it out. Not recommended. Yeah, not recommended as a way to... And Emily didn't like it either. She no. didn't stick around for those situations. No. I, I, I really loved her... Uh, yeah, she was responses. great. Yeah. yeah, so if you, if you haven't seen the movie, everybody, I would uh, highly recommend that you catch it. Yeah. Yes. All right. Hey, thanks. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Do Paul a favor and share this with your network. If you have an HR issue or a question you'd like us to discuss on the show, send it to podcast at wthjusthappened.com. For more HR advice and insights from Paul and his team of experts, you can also join the private Facebook group, HR Basecamp, or visit hrbasecamp.com. Make sure you tune in next week, and remember, better workplaces make better lives.